What the fuck is happening, fam? It's your boy, the Soul of Sativa, the Bobby Fisher BHO, also known as Willie the Cool Penguin, Ned Sparks, Lord Baltimore. We're here in a new and highly improved uh, media captured episode of Let's Talk About. Let's fucking go. I'm your host, Lord Baltimore, here with my co host, King Cron. Boy, King Cron. And today, regular fixture and friend. Uh, Noah Hess. Um, big shout out first and foremost to Higher Standards Media. Follow him on the gram at Higher Standards Media. The camera dude, um, what is it, Tyrone Riggums is his cannabis hash flex page. Flex page. That's, I mean, yeah, that's what it is. My <laughs> heady glass. I mean, we're here with set up with some heady glass from Hemlock and Sovereignty, and that is definitely uh, not mine. Anybody that's been following me knows it's hella China glass. Um, but yes, we're here today, and uh, I'm glad Lots that to talk about. Lots yeah, to talk about. You know, I'm glad Noah wanted to hang. Uh, it was yeah, gracious. I'm glad, to, I'm glad to be here, guys. Anybody who watched the Hump Day Hash Out remembers Noah from there. So we're not going to do too much, much more of an introduction on that. I think we, uh, I think oh. we got to dive into a lot. I want, I got questions. I mean, I'll give him a little. Uh, I'll give him a little uh, intro. Fair Noah, enough. Fair Noah enough. Noah is a uh, is a comedian. Uh, came up with Doug Benson. Um, got his start opening a show for Doug Benson. Yeah, yeah that's where I got my break. Yes. You know, like I did a lot of. Would you classify it as a big break? Yes, I got to do a, a theater go. show. Uh, for the first time in San Diego, which was, you know, 1,800 people instead of, you know, a club, which, when you're beginning, not gonna lie, doesn't fill. So, it's like, uh, yeah, there's, and you have to convince yourself every day that it's like going well, even though like the 20 people there will like hate you. Oh. And the nice thing for me is like, I realized quickly I had to move and like travel and get to know the world more. Um, and Doug Benson and had some great people helped me along the way and I got started at a time where, you know, I, I actually got to know Tom Segura very young as well, back when he was starting. So like for me, it was cool just to be with the right people at the right times, you know, and understand that everyone, because in the beginning I thought it was all about, I was against these people. I was like, there's very limited spots. Then I realized everybody's point of view is so different that as long as you stick to who you are, you can make it as long as you stick to it. Like, being fake, you can make it for a year, then you're just gonna take out. And um, after getting the big break in comedy, getting into writing on some... That's that's where I want to I don't go. know. So, I, real quick, don't mean to cut you off. Didn't want it to feel like I was trying to cut an introduction. Oh, I, I, like it, I like wanted it. to get right into the meat and potatoes we didn't get to hash out on hump day. Yeah, for sure, I wanted for to get sure. right into some like fucking like potatoes. I like, I like it. What was what was it like, you know, writing for workaholics, writing for always sunny, like I mean Man, it was this, a, those are the best times of my life in writing. So it's a long longer story about keeping it somewhat short ish. Uh, I got lucky enough, you know, doing stand up I moved to California and the scene out there was really good and at that time workaholics was, had been out. And I loved it. I was working on my screen. I I didn't go to school for anything. You know, I just I loved writing, but I was doing comedy. And then I did a show where actually I was after Adam Devine because he he was doing Adam Demamp on Workaholics. Demamp. He was doing stand up as well, but his 
he wasn't as good as me at stand up, but you know he's phenomenal. Like right. no, and he's he's kill. He, he's gotten so good at stand up now. He's one of the best. Like he's awesome. Uh, but at that time, you know, and I met him after the show, and I was like, oh man, I love your show. I'm actually working on my show. I've been using your show because I know you guys. And I love it. Love writing puns. Blah blah. He's like. Yeah, man, send it to me. The guy is the same person as he is in anything he's active. Like his personality is perfect. It's good to hear. Um, yeah, he's this genuine guy, and he got me on as a ghostwriter at first, mm-hmm. and then just getting to know people. And you know, after all, I gotta you know do a little bit more, a little bit more. Got my own episode. I, so it, it all trickles down. I'm getting. What was your own episode? So my first episode was the, actually the acid episode. One of my favorites. Great episodes. Yeah, we actually we we actually watched it the other day. That was a loaded question because we watched <laughs> it the other day and it was fucking fantastic. Now knowing where that perspective came from. So I'm gonna ask you guys a question. What is your favorite part of that episode? Oh man, um, me personally, I would probably say, like, the God moment. I think that like like. When, like, because they talked about it preemptively, and then when it happened, the 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 two perspective, the Blake perspective versus the Adam perspective, and then Adam being Adam, I'm just like, I thought they'd be bigger. But <laughs> but you also got the great moment by you know their boss right beforehand. Which, oh, the Alex that that's out? actually so for me. So so this is what I I okay so go ahead actually. I was just say that same scene. That's my favorite part, due to the fact that it's so realistic to like getting lost in a moment of acid and like, and then realizing everyone the fuck around you is like not with the shits. But then to tie it all together with the, I think this chair is Spanish. I don't speak Spanish. So that was a long writer's room moment, like that that extra scene. Like we we nailed down. A lot of Plus, like, it's Alice. The guy. We've yeah, talked so about it. That that was she's really, one of the best characters in the show, for sure. I love like, her and Jill. Jillian, to me, are like some of the most important pieces of that pie. Like you know, it, Fuck you. it's it's always easy. It's so, same with you know, Montez. Yeah. They all have their everything. Own. Everything's really important. Everything was like, hidden. Everything's important with that. that yeah. Tyrone Jenkins. All, I mean, you know, it like, was next level. <laughs> I mean, the airsoft episode, like, you know, everything's great. Like, my favorite thing about the ensemble cast, like, that's like, remember when Friends ended and they made Joey? Yeah. That show actually went way longer than I remember, because I went, I watched all the Friends show with this girl I started dating a while back, and, you know, whatever. Uh, but then after I was like, oh, there's Joey, I was like, there must be, like, 12 episodes. Yeah. Fucking two seasons of, like, 24 episodes, seasons. Yeah, he probably got it. it has the guy from Road Trip, uh, the the Not stoner, the stoner dude. Oh, he's in it. He's like his roommate, like he's like his cousin or something like that. It's funny you uh, you bring up Road Trip because I was just thinking about the scene where they uh, uh, he's like studying in the bus on the way back, and they related to the WWE. And, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, like Socrates is like Vince McMahon. Well, it's such a person is learning. If I'm 12, doing it onto a cash app in my house on my spare time, why do I making need a thousand dollars a day? Why am I going to high school? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean to be fair, 
I, that was my whole thought process. I mean, not really from the technological side, but it's just, just like, life. you know, these things that you want me to learn, like, dude, I'm falling asleep in your class. You suck at teaching, bro. I stay awake in fucking classes that I like. What's wrong with you? That's a reflection of you. Yeah. You're not good at teaching math, you fuck. I mean, that's why, like, when you have a good teacher, remember that name forever. Yeah. Fuck but you. But what I think is I important... I actually just talked to one from high school. I, I will tell a lot of kids to steer away from college, but I think it's important to figure out what they want to do. If you want to do something that involves needing a degree, if you want to be a doctor, want anything like that, where you need to have those credentials, yes, go. Or if you're unmotivated, maybe, maybe you need school to, like, keep you online. But for a lot of people, it... It just puts you into this debt to keep you into the it's, system. It's, mod, it's a, a modern-day slavery. The percentage, yeah. the percentage of human beings that get in debt for a business degree <laughs> but cannot get a business loan with that business no, degree. because everyone but, has a business degree. So, so if I, yeah, no, no, but so there's. Think about the percentage of human beings in America that paid, you know, are indebted hundreds of thousands of dollars for a business degree. You went to Harvard and business. can't get twenty to fifty grand for a business loan unless, like, like you've got to really do some breakthrough shit. But like the percentage of people that do some really breakthrough shit compared to that percentage is fr like a fraction. Like, yeah, it's I mean, insane. I also guarantee you this: you go to three bars minimum before COVID or whatever. You'll you'll meet a bartender that has a master's degree that is working as a bartender. Yeah, and but it's like, like, ask them what that master's degree is in. Even if it's in something, it'll be like communication, but like you philosophy. Know, and this is a thing where like also Christian literature. What I would tell a lot of people, you can go to a lot of college courses with if you don't sign up. Like if you just go and you just absorb, if you just want to learn something, you can just sit in. Most professors won't notice you. Like, you don't have to pay for the entire schooling. You can just sit there if you're close to a university. But that means you have to self-motivate yourself into doing something that you are passionate about or that you know is going to work well, out for you. And I just feel like it's going to make a whole web series about our, going to college and just sitting in classes. It's fun, dude. I used well, like, to do it all the time. You guys, you guys know the, the whole, the whole um, North Carolina African Studies uh, well, not conspiracy, it's been proven. So that's all the star athletes back in like the, the, the North Carolina, like big, like when they were the fucking Tar Heels, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, I mean, Bro, they're all the big athletes. good in basketball, though. Well, so, but like, like I'm talking about in the like prime. The, the way that they were really just making shit work, they had this whole African studies thing set up where all they, yeah. they all majored in African studies and their courses were set up that it was just all paper classes and like they had like a whole fucking setup where like people were getting teachers were getting paid off to do this they didn't go they didn't do shit like yeah. it was just a whole like they just play football yeah. and, and, and they and they can't make no money but the school, make, the school makes the money off of them and just hit pieces of paper and sends Women. them off that's how you know that college can't actually be all that it's cracked up to be now again to your point you want to be a doctor you want to be a lawyer those things are necessary yeah. to have to be in those professions based on the society we live in so do it if that's what you want to be if you want to go well, and get a same business degree to went. go into debt, then do that too. That's a bad decision. I think it's. I would just, look. I can tell you, uh, I as somebody that works, like I would get hired as a somebody in corporate that works in corporate retail and actually manage businesses over somebody fresh out of college. Yeah. Nine times out of ten. Well, yeah. Well, also sometimes it's better to have no experience with certain jobs also because I can just teach you. But what I'm really mad about, I think it's. Unacceptable that college athletes do not get paid money. The risk that they're putting their bodies at 
is insane. The amount of money that each college gets from that is insane as well. So like, yeah. if, if they don't make it because they tear their ACL in their junior year because they stayed instead of going, like I have no I'm problem not, if with I'm somebody not, sitting out of the Rose Bowl. Uh, if I'm not yeah, mistaken, I'm fine with that. I do have a problem with them sitting out during a playoff or something. If I'm not mistaken, and I'm not a hundred percent on this, but I'm pretty sure that they are re-releasing the NCAA video game series now that they have signed some form They're of agreement that the players can basically trademark their likeness yeah. outside of the, like, they're not getting paid to play basketball. They're getting paid because their likeness is being used to make yeah. money by EA Sports with the NCAA. So, that's so they can get a check from EA Sports for their likeliness being, or their, like that, their person being in the game. And if like jersey sales, or I don't know what it is. So like, I believe they're working in that direction because they are college, working for it. college knows they're gonna lose road. athletes, bro. It's like a there's road. a lot of league, like, like let me, uh, if Corona didn't happen, and then we're not gonna go into the side tangent that could happen from this, but if Corona didn't happen, the XFL was gonna steal college football. Dude, the XFL was fire. The XFL was gonna steal college I was football. For People were gonna one and done college because they were gonna realize that they could fucking get paid by Vince McMahon. Yeah. Yeah, just take that years and then develop there. I'm taking there. 50, 60 well, K. Well, that's a good gonna develop. Exactly. To go to the NFL for, I'm going to get 50, 60 K a year for the next three years like, instead of playing Plus college. incentives if your team wins. The best equivalent of that was like the wrestling NXT at the beginning. When, like, when there was just like the development league for them. It was like people can get paid a little bit of money. You're going to be on the NXT wrestling thing. Like I, my brother's a giant fan, so I know about it. But like they've changed it more to be a thing. But like that would be what the XFL was going to be. It was going to be like, hey, you can play for some money. They're not going to be as good as the NFL people, but it's going to be more realistic. At least well, size. Bro, if I'm a third string NFL guy, I'm going to the XFL. That's what can the Canadian League used to be for a lot of people too. Yeah, it still is. The Canadian League still does. Like, like I if, I'm they shut un, down. If, I'm, if I'm undrafted, I thought they shut down. Well, well, right now, I mean, everything's. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like, I'm saying, as of like, like the last season, like if if I'm getting an un, if I'm an undrafted fucking rookie and I get signed to a practice squad and I get cut before the 52 man roster, I'm bouncing to Canada or I'm going to the XFL. And that's what happened. Like this last year, that was showing, and then college kids were like, huh. Yeah, I mean, huh? That makes a lot of sense. I mean, there's a lot of college kids that this end up going like in basketball, especially going to Europe or something like that as well, because those leagues are decent. Plus, you have an opportunity to show what you can do and get better in a real like pace thing. Right? Shout out to Stefan Marbury continuing his career for like an extra eight in years. In he has a, as, like, he a, has a, as like a stud. He has a statue out. Like fuck yeah, bro! They uh, love I love Star. And his shoes there. came back out out there, like as a thing. Like definitely didn't make it worldwide, but yeah. in China that was definitely a thing for a bit. Again, like, now they hate him. I think he got like he like yelled at him recently, like a few years ago now. But, like I think he like freaked out at him, and now they hate him. That's awesome. I think he had like the biggest turnaround ever. He was like loved, and now like praised, and they yeah. hated him. I wonder if they tore his statue down. Oh, I want to know. Was that. that like a? Was that like a big? Damn, I wonder dude. if they had like multiple is, media sources covering it. Like, you know, he was a beloved part of our history, and then there's like another side. They're like, "Fuck him! We hated him the whole time." This is when you need a producer ready with to pull this up. So we're like ready to go. Uh -huh, I was like, man. "This is need to know information now." Tell us in the comments or whatever. Oh wait, if only we had a producer. Like that shit's insane. Like, you, got the, you got the admiral. Yeah, when they won, the, you got the when they won the championship, and he 
shit's like hugging him, like, yo, know, it's fucking. Like, that shit's insane, bro. <laughs> I was definitely always a fucking Tim Duncan fan, for sure. I mean, Dude, I always enjoy watching the Spurs. I was gonna say, I've had respect for the Monty Spurs. Monty Ginobili's a, a fun guy to watch. Tony Parker. Oh, no, that, that chemistry, like, that, that, I love teams like that. Like Because they're a team. They have that old school, like... The championship Maverick team, you know. Like, I was just gonna say, the like, team. Like, you have that core for a long time. And Popovich won't let egos get out of the way. Like, you know, he, he shuts that shit down. He's like, yeah. you're going to be on the... He's like, otherwise, I'll get rid of you. Like, honestly, he's like... You I don't, don't need wanna... the hassle in my locker room. He's like, I'll make a bad team be in the playoffs. I don't need you. As a lifelong Wizards fan, I enjoy those things from a distance. Yeah. Because they never happen for me. Yeah. What's but they're, they're also, uh, you know, usually... Uh, we have fun. The Wizards are really a team that has definitely had some controversy around. Nah, I said, we have fun. Asian Zero. Is, I mean, that was bro, because that, that was, was my kid. That was my guy. Like, like in basketball, like, like he's still fucking one of the greatest things on the internet. Like, like under, but like, as far as like basketball, like that was my guy. Like, I remember we were fucking playing the like I went to Mad Wizard Cab games like back when that was like a rivalry. Like yeah, early LeBron. Yeah. Gill, playoffs, like, and I remember we were getting fucking whooped. Like, it was bad. And Gill came I out. I went to a lot of bad Wizards games. I've been to so many yeah, bad Wizards games, bro. I started. Is there many Gill I'm going to get right back to this in a second. Gill comes out from halftime. We got ball. Bro, he comes out, dribbles slowly, gets like three steps past half court, and on some way before Steph Curry was even a fucking thought, just fucking throws this like 45 footer, just. At the beginning of the half, and like it was because it was all we had, you know what I'm saying? It's Gil, he yeah. just knows, like, we're about to lose, the series is pretty much done. Like, we're like, I'm about to do some Gilbert Arena shit, and I'm about to just take this game into my hands and do like, and the whole fucking place went crazy. Like, I remember that, you know what I mean? Like, I remember that. Fuck the game, fuck losing, fuck the series, like. That shit, yeah. That's that's a tone, bro. He was a fucking after half. He was a fucking dog, bro. You gotta do it as an all star as well. That is your job as that guy. You're like, you gotta come in in those moments. But I gotta tell you guys, the best moment for me in basketball, living the West Coast, uh, during the Lakers Portland rivalry, during the Jailblazers. Uh-huh. You know, like that was just a fun fucking team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To be like living in Portland, Wallace, especially like bro. Wallace and his Rasheed time, Wallace. Bro. And you had well, Damon Stoudemire get caught with like seventy-five pounds of weed. Oh yeah. And then get away with it because they like illegally came in. And then you had like Bonzi Wells and like uh, the uh, what was it? Brian Grant. Yeah, Brian Grant on that team back then. It was just everybody. And then Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen rolled in. Bro. Back. Can you can you tell your Clyde the Glide story? Hell yeah. I think the people should hear the story. So they need to know. They need to know. My my entire family is from Oregon. Uh, before I was born, we moved out east. So I, I I have my whole family there. So me and Noah shared some Oregon stories the other day. Uh, Oregon shared one of my few others. That's why uh, Oregon. Oregon. I would definitely said the Oregon Trail, Oregon. Um, but um. Share one of my favorite fucking Oregon stories. So this was maybe 2003, four in that window. Um, so like post 9/11, airport security not at its peak, 
but still really fucking bad. And Portland's an international airport. And it was pre, pretty small. Pre-best airport, Portland. It was Absolutely. pretty ghetto. This was, it was, it was. The best airport? It was best well, so airport. They ended up opening like a little like side joint in Salem that like you can fly in and out of just to like lower the traffic in Portland because they were getting so. Well, like, and they changed up Portland a lot. And then, yeah, they definitely upgraded Portland. So this is like. It's not dead. We're talking, we're talking five, no, we're talking five hour security. We're talking literal TSA, you gotta get there six hours ahead of your flight. Six, are you fucking kidding me? No, this is not a joke. Good. This is six, six hours ahead of your flight. So like, we, I think we were flying out 2 p.m. West Coast time, and we're, we're at the, we're, we're in the line, you know, we, we're three, four hours behind this fucking woman who is <laughs> complaining every stretch of the way. Like, so the modern she's just parent. very, very upset about it all. She's got the kids with her, not having a good time. And it's been a very long time in this line. Just hearing that going on around you as a, as a child, just trying to fucking also be patient in a yeah. five, six hour line. And um, as we get close to the very front of the line, this, so anybody who's been to PDX knows like TSA, the checkpoints are up here, oh. and on the corner right here is the Brookstone coming from like you get your you get your uh, bag check over here, come in. I think it's changed a, now, but that's what it is. There's a Brookstone right here, yeah. and fucking out of the Brookstone comes this very tall, athletic built uh, man, and he just starts walking past the line, and security and everybody's just starting to stop and stare at this guy and he, he walks right up next to the complaining woman who's been standing in line the entire time as he cuts the entire line <laughs> and it's Clyde Drexler who was pretty much napping in the Brookstone in a massage chair <laughs> take like Bose headphones around his neck and all just like not waiting in the line not gonna cut the line and be all you know I, he could he could definitely flex the Drexler card right. it's in Portland definitely fucking flex his way right I mean, through that shit but the perspective of that was has stuck with me for goddamn 18 years because it was so funny and like as as a now as a now married man for six years I'm like man I don't think I don't know if I fucking have the balls to do that one I might have to try to glide to do that and and no disrespect to your wife in any way but I could just imagine (laughs) her with all with all the kids. And like you knowing that you're just in the Brookstone, chilling in the massage, racking up a dollar for for five minutes for six hours <laughs> with your Bose headphones on, listening to fucking Key Glock for six hours while she has to stand in line with all of your kids <laughs> and that that flight, give, especially that after flight, the, what you've been telling me about how. Uh, your basement has been a WWE cage match. The uh, children are definitely uh, at that age. Yeah, it's a fucking, it's a savage thing. It's fun to watch, though. It's definitely fun to watch. I got cameras set up in the playroom so, so I can watch it from a distance. I watched my interrupted before it gets slap, too crazy. Slap the shit out of my three-year-old whenever, anytime like Charlie tries to take something out of River's hands, River will go up to wait a second until Charlie's like back turn playing with it, and River was. Wow! Oh, dude, they, right to the side of the head, and Charlie just looks at her so mad. And River doesn't even care about the toy at that point. She just turns around, goes, and walks away, and does whatever. It's just like, damn. Dude, you let her do that? some people think a backhand's more disrespectful, but I think a open hand's more disrespectful. Yeah. Also, it hurts <laughs> way fucking. Yeah, put some powder on. Yes, we were talking about how high earlier. Where am I, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> you come from a line of assistant pimps. <laughs> Can't be no pimp. 
Oh, no, I love that movie. For, uh, that's what I always tell people. If, when I die, you guys can have a, a little funeral service, but then cremate me and fucking ha- let half my ashes get sprinkled on some weed plants, and then the other half get, get dead live soil. Get fucking, no, get fucking that shit tattooed in your goddamn skin. The Lord's live soil. You want some Lord Bongtimore weed? Strange. Yeah, bro. The smoke Lord. me and let me come back when you smoke me. The Lord's live soil. Yes. That movie has the best logic. It makes sense to me. It, dude, it 100% makes sense. You know? I believe it. You keep kept clipping clones, so it's like forever. I'm like, every time people are smoking, I'm like, pull it up. Like, and I'm dead, so it's cool. I don't have anything going on. I can say, I'm pretty sure in the spirit realm, you can send your ghost to multiple places at once. Oh, absolutely. Oh, of course. You know, I mean, you're in like the fifth dimension at that point. You're kind of like that uh, her movie at that point. You're like, you know, the cloud. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's omnipresent. Yeah. It's everywhere. That just it sounds right. You know, and so I, I hope people that. are making, I, I'm definitely an exotic strain though. <laughs> people are definitely getting paid off the Lord's lotto. That's awesome. The old, old, old low is no fucking more. <laughs> we got the new high. That's that fucking 150. That's that 150. That's that Matt Maki 7 fucking 75 for the pack. I mean, come on! Not I'm that, pulling up to not, the I'm that, pulling up to the sesh every time you one, smoke, dude. One fifty all the way up, twelve hundred a motherfucking zip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. one fifty and eighth, twelve hundred zip. But I've seen. You know, I'm there. That. I'm I'm helping whatever whatever you need going on. You know, we're working the fuck out. I'm, you know, whether that's college, I've got the answers. You know, if it's like, you know, putting a little extra oomph into your love life, you know, I'll help possess you. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so whatever. I, 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 whatever. I, 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 I need your yard cut. I mean, it'll look like a ghost mower, but I'll do that shit. What was it? I got that dick that won't stay thick, see? <laughs> I got the perfect shit for you, man. Bro, they do it. You know, I can, I'm pretty sure that I'm, I can do whatever in that, in that type of situation, so. But some of the homies need to, like, get my ass tattooed in their skin. You can do that. Oh, do you have any tattoos? I'll do that for you, yeah. Yeah. I have three. I'm, I'm, I've been working on a sleeve for so fucking long. Well, I, I'm a perfectionist, so like I'm gonna connect to this microphone and fucking stand-up brick wall tattoo. That's like a perfect stand-up comedy tattoo. It is brick but, wall with the mic. But also, the guy did a great job, like doing all like the shading, and it's also just such a perfect thing to build a sleeve off of because it's squared out lines almost everywhere. So I, I've been trying to figure it out because I want to. It's in an intricate between Chicago and Portland with some Gotham City. But like I want it really, really subtle. <coughs> so like you can't tell it's a Batman tattoo. And then yeah, just everything there's so much detail I have to figure out. And then the right artist is a whole nether thing. Can you tell people how much you love Batman? Uh, I think everybody I mean, I don't wanna like single you out. Everybody here has a very long, deep Batman love. Well, you know, Batman the character saved my life when I was a kid. Like, my parents were not the best people. They left me when I was very young and before that did bad things. And, like that story always I connected with it because it was like, even though I don't have a butler and a trillion dollars, I was like, oh, no matter what happens to you, you can do anything in life. You know, you can make it no matter what happens. So I was like, keep fighting. But if you have a butler and a trillion dollars, you can really do it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was on my own at a very young age and 
I mean, it also gave me a lot of awesome experiences, and I always took it the right way. You know, it also would be really easy for me because, like, I grew up with drug addict parents. It'd be really easy for me to fall into a lot of things, and uh, I have my own habits, you know, like in my own ways, as I think everyone does in some way or another. Yeah. But uh, no, it, it, that character though just gave me the fight to keep going, and then. As you get older, that old trope, especially in the Dark Knight movie, it's like, you live long enough, you start feeling the villain. Yeah. Joker becomes a little bit more relatable as you get older and deal with more shit. I definitely sometimes feel like a dog chasing a car, and even if I caught him, I wouldn't know what the fuck I'd do with it. I mean, I think when you're fighting towards anything in life, that's kind of what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, I, going back to the college thing. A lot of people go to a school and spend a lot of money and then end up not even doing anything that's relevant. Even if they get a good job, it's not relevant to what they what they actually studied, started yeah. studying. Because you get burnt out because they teach you a bunch of bullshit. Even when you go and they're like, oh, you have to do these other classes too. And then like the things they teach you, like, they teach you the basic stuff so much for like, I actually don't need that for the real life. You know, and also fuck old school teachers that told me I wouldn't have a calculator on me all the time. Bro. We have a supercomputer in our pocket at all times. Like, it's hard for me to give a fuck about algebra when I can just pull out my phone. Bro, I if, like, every question that's being asked in a school can be answered by Google, right? So, like, I can use Google, but, like, wow. but, like, but, like, why? It's not access us to all the time. Let me ask you a question. Hold on, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I said that facetiously. When you needed to do, when you need to do something, okay? Like you just need to do like that you don't know how to do at the moment, but you're like, that can't be that hard. What are the two things you're gonna do? YouTube and then Google. I'll I'll never forget the time my mom. Every time. You know, I don't want to put her out there, but you know, she's like sixty. The first time she ever came to me, she called me so excited. Was like, oh, guess what? I just did a YouTube, and I was like, at first I thought she meant she made a video. I'm like. You made a YouTube video? No Please send it to me I want to see that shit right now. I, my assumption was that it was her dancing. When you said that, I was like, are we watching that now? Yeah, I assumed it was her dancing to the popular hit from Ludacris and Usher. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's like her jam. Sorry, Mom. Who's jam? jam. It's everyone's jam. I think it's her ringtone, even. Um, nice. I didn't even know you could still have ringtones, and somehow her was It's hard work. Um, and my sister probably had to do it for her, but once it was done, she loved it, clearly. Um, but she was like, no, I just watched a YouTube video. I didn't know how to do something, like change a light in my car, and I just, I watched YouTube, and then I did it. And I'm like, why would I ever go to school for shit? Bro, like, you can learn on the fly. Bro, like if you know how to learn on the fly, like why are we sitting in a classroom wasting time, bro? Yeah. Like why are we wasting time? Talking about an economy that's crashing when like people could just fucking do shit. Like why? Who, who says that we shouldn't just be encouraging everybody to just fucking no. do some shit that fucking helps build civilization who in some way or another? What? No matter some what. Some random. Why are we sitting in classrooms from ten years? If you're, I do, I'm gonna use a motorcycle because that's just something that I can relate to because I've thought about starting a fucking motorcycle kind of YouTube channel about just like fixing little fucking fixable shit, right? But I fucking couldn't find some videos for shit, had to dig into some forums, found some shit, and then just had to go do it. And like pulled my shit off, looked at it, realized it was the same thing, 
saw this video once, could not fucking find, forgot to bookmark it, could not find it again for the life of me. I'm like, I've re-googled the phrase I thought I googled like 20 different ways, could not find that forum or that post in a forum. I thought I found the forum, but I could not find the post and it was gone forever. And I was like, well, I'm gonna just do this and I think this is right. And I did it and it was right. And I just literally, it's like, you know, that was the test. The learning material was some random forum, right? So what, it's not some ancient text. Well, the it's, funny thing about that is like you, you relied on your muscle memory of a video that you had. So like the mixture of those two things that you had to happen before, and what it was made the, that happen? Because you had the, you're like, I, I believe I remember and your muscle memory like kind of helped you with It's that the same well. feeling as like when I had a test, you know, I'll never forget I was like 13 and I read the statistic like every, uh, like, you're 90% of the time your first guess to the, like the answer, like your first thought you to the always answer stick with your first is the answer. Yeah. And, uh, and so like when somebody told me that, I was the king of skimming oh. shit in my book. Oh, I, I would like hard, oh. just literally guessing based on what I kind of heard while my head was down oh, yeah. before I fell asleep. Bro. I, I've got good C's, strong C's in a lot of classes. Bro. <laughs> In the, in, to, to get your life insurance license, right? You have to take a fucking like 90 minute test followed by like a 60 minute test. The fucking study material is retarded. Like I tried really hard to fucking study that shit. That shit is fucking retarded, right? I believe that logic. I believe that logic for quite some time and I think I'm a pretty like intelligent enough human being. I'm just gonna go and figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> so I go for my 120 minutes of two different tests to get certified by the state. I passed both tests with two fucking questions to spare on one out of 160 and five questions to spare out of the one of 30. Fucking first try, probably knew about 40% of it, but I just was like, read the question, here's my instinct, boom. And like, the fact, like I'm talking like, that's a, a pretty big chunk of testing to use as some proof that that is absolute science. If well, you're, you're able to be. Here's where shit gets crazy because that's, so I took my GED test, um, and my thought process, because you know, I had to like, I had to convince my parents to like let me drop out. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm just not gonna go anymore. We can just do this the easy way now and just withdraw me, and that way I'll go get my GED right away. Yeah. Um, and and we'll go, and I'll maybe go. So I'll get some college. And <laughs> and so so I went, and uh, I was like. Well, I'm gonna take this GED practice test, see what this shit is about, and if I like do bad on that, then I'll get some sort of study material. Yo, I went, I did. I ended up actually doing better on the on the the real test than I did the practice test. But I realized from the practice test that it was pretty much everything you learn up until about eighth grade. And as a 16 year old, I'm like, I got this. Crushed it, right? They call, you know, I got my little result thing. They said it was good to go. I'm like, I'm not studying. I had a, a, a very uh, snowy, frosty summer, and I uh, actually took my GED test very high on cocaine. Uh, and I was like literally just zooming through questions. I'm like, this shit is crazy. Unburnable flag energy. Right? Yeah, this shit is fucking unburnable flag energy, yes. And literally, I'd be done each section, and you couldn't do the whole test. You had to like do it by section. There was this amount of time per section, got it done. I literally would just go outside and smoke cigarettes uh, and wait until it was like, oh, time to run back in and get this next section done. You know, wrote my like, 
little literature. You had to write like a creative writing thing. I wrote about the time a friend of mine got beat up by Luke Swan, but at least he was able to well, say He knows Luke Swan. Mm-hmm. He was just uh, like, I was like, wow. All right. And the guy got beat up by Luke Swan. But before he did, he got a good spit right on Luke Swan's face, and just you, you could see the change of character and demeanor. Was it worth it? Yeah, I thought it was, but I wasn't jumping. I was like, "You're on your own on that one." Well, yeah, I can't yeah. jump on Luke Swan. He was a big dude, also, especially by kid standards, you know. Also, he was like Baby Huey. Anywhere yeah. he showed up, I, like, he entered standards. the building with a Baby Huey shaped wall. I was like, "I'll help people in a fight if it's warranted." Like it was, a, it like, was my man. And I, no, here's the thing. If, they made it happen to a big dude when it's by spitting in their face. That's on them. Like, sorry, yeah. dude, you fucked up. Like, yeah. I'm not, You're not helping me out there with that I, one. Yeah, I was like, unless like a bunch of other people jump in, then like yeah. maybe I'm like, all right, fuck it. It's a one on one thing. It's one on one, and you put yourself out and there. That's on you. Like, I, I I remember jumping on the loop to like pull him off. I mean, yeah, there's no reason. That was the best thing I could do. But he definitely got some licks in. I let them work it out for a minute. You know, that's just. So you gotta do it. You, you gotta got play. to. I mean, that also. on the playground. Sometimes those so become your best friends. Today, motherfuckers. You sometimes just gotta put fists up, fight it out. I mean, you live to see another day. Yeah. Hell yeah. Remember when every fight video didn't go viral? It just like got shared in like a small community of. Friends. The only viral yeah. fighter was like Kimbo Slice. Yeah. <laughs> like. You had to be in the know to see the fucking fight bits. Like you had to know uh, yeah. whose phone had it. Like they were only sending it to certain people. I mean, it also <laughs> helped because of Fight Club. That movie probably put people's minds to like the first rule of any fighting is don't do it. Fight Club is one of my, I think, one of the best book to movie translations. It's done well. It's out there. It's done very well. I mean, that movie. Also, like, did a lot of things for the film industry as far as like things that were acceptable by audiences. His name was Robert Paulson. <laughs> I mean, I mean, meatloaf is in that movie, and that's just Dude, with bitch tits. Yeah, ah, the best bitch tits. And the best, the best flat top. It's all good. It's, it's every. I like. I feel like I need to go watch it because otherwise, I want to. I'm really having a hard time not just sitting here like just throwing out a thousand <laughs> Fight Club quotes. <laughs> No, that is like that, that's the hardest thing about talking about any like entertainment stuff. You your mind hones in on now comparatively, uh, choke another movie. Ooh, uh, I see, yeah was not very good. Uh, not good. Had some good cast. Not good. But not good. That's the most good. Like I remember, some. like the you no know, superhero movies are whatever to people, but I remember when the new fantastic fan fantastic whatever the fuck it is. Came out. I was like, people were like it's so bad. I was like, there's no way. I was like, all these actors, like young, up and coming, great people. Like, whiplash just happened with like the one kid. Like Michael B. Jordan was in it. And what's her name? All of them were great. And the director had like a decent. I think he did Chronicle or some something like that. I, was I like, feel like I watched the first one. There's too many. Well, the first few were the ones with like Chris Evans when he was like playing and Jessica Alba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but it was the newer one. It, and I just couldn't believe it. I was like, no, you're just probably judging it for no reason. And I watched it, I was like, ha, ah, this is the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't understand how they made it, even. Like, how they, like, accepted it going out. I was like, no, let's scrap it. No, the budget's too high for superhero movies. It was high, yeah. You gotta put a superhero Entourage movie. taught us that. Bro. I mean, like, think about how... Aquaman. Think about how they had to reintroduce Incredible Hulk after those dugs. Oh. Oh, man. 
The funny thing is, technically, the uh, Edward Norton one is say, technically a part of the MCU. They just switched him to uh, Mark Ruffalo. It's technically that because like at the end you see Iron Man. Yeah. No, no, I know, I know. I'm saying like, but like the way that they had to repace that back. Yeah. To like really structure his character slower into Avengers For and like. Sure. When are they like, gonna make? I just want to. When are they gonna make another Wolverine movie? So they may be introducing. I mean, they're introducing uh, mutants in probably either the new Wandavision show or the new uh, uh, Captain Winter Soldier and. Uh, Hawkeye. What is that guy? The, the wind yeah, guy. guy. The wind guy. Anderson Mackey's character. Well, he he's fucking. He's like the new Captain America. Wild and out. If, I, if, if sure. like too much alcohol is around, too many people put the shit away. Oh, the cannon. What's happened to him? Is it? I. I like, you're my. You're my pop culture reference. So he. So, so he apologized. He did a podcast with a rabbi. He what was he apologized? What was the apology for? To the Jewish community for any offense that was taken by any comments. I'm surprised he apologized. I just think that. So I, you know, I asked. It's funny. We were talking about teachers that have a lasting impact. I called my old history teacher who. I thought you were about to say Nick Cannon had a lasting impact. Oh man, no. Nick Cannon. His rap career is so great. More that he was able to know, At one point in time, the Lord was like the greatest fucking marching drummer in the history of all time. So that, Nick that, His performance in Drumline really inspired me. That movie is fire. I'm not going to lie. I will watch that movie every fucking time. Oh probably. yeah, it's... For sure. I'll give Nick Cannon his due. If it's anything, it would have been like the fact that he was able to marry Mariah Carey. He's a good actor, and he's he's a businessman. He's a great businessman. He's he's everywhere too. Like he's been everywhere. Absolutely. Good for him. Good for him with that. But he's a goober for sure. I just I don't know if he's the guy that is having a, a you know a conversation based off of conversations that the things that he's learned with Farrakhan. Yeah, Farrakhan. Yeah. Not Farrakhan. 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 Oh, Farrakhan. Yes. I believe that what he was like, because he was, if I'm not mistaken, and I, and I, I, I haven't done my due diligence, so I don't. I guess phrases like weak or but I believe that inferior to. I believe that he was in in reference directly to Professor Griff and not Farrakhan in that podcast episode that's being spread, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I have um, I, I, I very well could be, too. I I well, say, I don't well know. no, no, because Farrakhan had, did have a speech come out around the same time that it went viral, but I believe, there were, I believe it was filmed prior, and it was in more of a direct correlation to something from Professor Griff, you know, former uh, member of Public Enemy. Okay. I mean, that's, that sounds good. I really just don't know. But honestly, like, I really just don't care about Nick Cannon. His his dish tracks towards the other no. were the funniest thing so, I've ever heard in my entire life. As as a person, I don't know if I listened. As a person who I saw what happened to Machine Gun Kelly, I I just felt bad for the people he roped in from Wild and Out. He was like, "You're gonna well, have to be a, on this." It was dish fucking. Track. It was all the fucking battle rappers because that's what he has yeah. in his arsenal to write fucking aggressive rap bar. <laughs> I also love the '85 <coughs> South show for very similar purposes. Which one? The '85 South show. Um, that's uh, Carlos Miller, Chico Bean, and DC Young Fly. 
live. Did live you like DC Young's price? How high? Yeah. I haven't watched it. I actually have like it in the queue. It's one of those things like I know I have to do in my own time. I'll never watch that. Man. I gotta do it. In I my watched time. like ten minutes of while I was on here, and I just like. Oh. I. I, I yeah, it's nothing against DC Young Fly. I don't even know the other guy. Sorry, dude. It's the guy with the beat. Lil Yachty. Uh, Lil Yachty. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Yachty. Oh, okay. I don't know the other guy. Yeah, I, didn't know, I didn't know his name. Yeah, I didn't remember that it was him. Because to me, anybody, you can't have a How High 2 without Method Man and Red Man. It should have at least been, like, cameo. Like, cameo, they should have, like, maybe been... No, it should have been all of it to me. It was, like, their they nephews have, they or died. something. They should have been, like, they should have, like, it should have been, like, that something. Empathy, the opening something scene should have been, like, happen. I was offended. Like, like, a funny, like, weird weed accident, like, like where they like, just, like, do some wild shit, like, leave the blunt, and, like, the house, like, lights up or some shit. Like, do or, like, like, the grove blows up, and they were in it, and, like, the ashes from the fire. Or, like, they've gone on blow to, like, on to one of their outdoor grove weed plants. They've, like, gone on to be, like some like super successful cannabis industry and like they get like fucked up with like some government raid and like they get like shot up like running out the building or some shit like some wild and then like some pineapple express shit and then somehow they get smoked by dc young fly and little yachty and yeah like, and they like show them the ropes on like the new weed game like, or, that would have been a or, way better story or they become like the new dean and stuff like that and they're like doing drug dealing of their stuff through it and they get put in jail for selling drugs through Harvard, you know? There's so many different things you could do with that, but they need to be in the movie. But without them, it's not how high any. No, I was excited. And, hold on. It's like, you know nobody, how fried. Nobody in fucking pop culture looks at Little Yachty and goes, Weak. No. I don't even like, know Like, DCM Fly, if you know him, was you know he's Was it the Broccoli smoked. song? Yeah, he did the Broccoli song. Was Whoa. he? With, uh, no, that's the other guy. Yeah, but it, yeah, I know it's it's Dram, but was he on the remix or was he have a verse on that? I don't know, actually. All I think he writes a lot of that. All I know about him literally he is he's the guy with the beads at the end of his head. That's all I know about him. I and mean, you get the song that's really catchy. It's like, he's part he's of the big heads on the learning disability rap. He's part of QC, bro. Which is getting fucking sued by the Migos right now. They're going through it. Bro, everybody I knows, bro. When when the Migos fucking started suing QC, OG Met, uh, Mako comes out and was like, I tried to tell you guys this is fucking years ago. Like, nobody wants to listen. But, like, I mean, it's been the, like, oh, that's just been the same shit forever. And it's, like, it's like, always that whole little management team of. Yeah, but that's a lot of that industry in general. Like, any part of the music industry, any part of the entertainment they there's so many predators out there. They're really just, just trying like, to exploit the fuck out of you. 360 deals get handed out like fucking I mean, hotcakes. My agent... Go to Atlanta, you can fucking get a 360 deal like a motherfucking... I feel lucky money. that my agent stole money from me younger in my career because I was like, I got... It was a lot of money at the time, but... You know, it's because he signed this sketchy deal and then I was going to have a lawyer look over because I was starting to get bigger and doing more You're stuff. You're going to have the lawyer do some lawyer. Well, I was going to renegotiate my contract and have a lawyer look over it this time because I actually had money for it. In the beginning, I didn't have that shit. Yeah. And, like, he was predatory in the sense that he knew jokes of mine that no one knew. Like, and no one knew who I was. And right. he was just like, dude, he was like, I was like, that joke's great. And I was like, I just think he had this, like, passion for me. And he was like, right. I'll get you this. Then I started making a lot of my own moves and getting stuff and he was just making money off of it and then come to find out because I didn't want to I don't like dealing with stuff as you found out I'm lazy in a lot of ways right, right. so like I had my agent manager like I had them deal with all my money 
like pay all my bills and just give me a certain amount like after whatever was left afterwards and they took their percent that it was supposed to get came to find out like and I had the savings account that they took care of but I gave all my rights to my money away and when he kind of started feeling that I was going to have a lawyer look over my contract and redo everything he took all that money and just disappeared damn yeah I mean and it was a guy I met through New York and and it's that industry, and people are like, yeah, it happens. And I was like, fuck, good to know. I'm able-bodied, even if I had to do whatever, I'll figure some shit out. Like, I'm adaptable. What do you think your other, what, do you, what type of job do you think you would have if, you, if entertainment wasn't a thing? What, what you know, I'd be a natural, easy bartender. And then there's like... I was going to say barista. I mean, I, I did that back in the day. I did barista work in my early days. Sure, uh, you're a pro. I'm sure you at your house make your own lattes with I those used little to. leaf swirls. I used to, actually. Like, you could put hella different... So you, like, put your little dog's face, you, like, take a, a Instagram photo. That's what Noah's Instagram is full of, his little latte dog faces next to his dog. He's such know, an excellent... The dreams. I don't have my, I don't have my, you know, thing anymore. I got... Oh, my swizzle stick. I was drinking way too much caffeine. I had to get, I had to get rid of caffeine in my house a long time ago. Because, like, I, I binge on everything. So, like... Yep. And I'm alone a lot of times. So, like, especially, like, a coffee pot. I get the 12 cup. I'm fucking 12 cups. Chug that Small school foxtrot. But then, like, I thought the, you know, Keurig would help. Or, like, the, the espresso machine. With the, and I, then I, I, I was just espresso thinking espresso shot and shot and shot and shot. And they had to froth my things and make the special. But, yeah, I would just keep chugging down. And then I only drank whole milk. So then I was drinking, like, like a half gallon of whole milk as froth for my like, lattes. I was like, no, this needs to stop. This <laughs> needs to stop. So now I get only iced coffee or cold brews black. And I have to walk somewhere to get it. Get into this. I don't want to break it. I don't want to touch it. You can touch air. it. No, I don't want to touch it in the air. I, you just have to get your dad ready. That's no, it. I don't. I don't break. I've never broken anything, but I just don't want to do. It, you know, I'll buy it if I do. Raise him over your. Raise him over your head. You excited for baseball? Baseball. Have you, <coughs> you see Fauci's? Oh yeah, I saw that. Did you, you see Fauci's pitch? Heated. Did you see Soto has coronavirus? Who? Juan Soto. I did not. I haven't. No. I. I Yankees Nats playing today. Juan Soto has fucking coronavirus, and we'll, we'll see how that develops into the new baseball season. But so that's I, not. That's not just you know. That's a that's a high caliber player to fucking be out of after opening day. So we're not allowed to go to the games. That's right. Say, like, I really. So many fouls is allowed to go to the so, game. So, guys, I need you guys to show me around some uh, Maryland staples. I haven't, I haven't been 
anywhere out here. Really. Maryland Staples. But like, I wanted to go see a game at Camden Yards. Oh, the yard. We have the best stadium. So what you do is, so what you do is, is, and I bet you it's probably booked like crazy. You go to the Hilton and you get one of the uh, the views of the balcony over the, the yards. And you watch. They have the Camden room. They have the it's it's, 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 it's at Holiday Inn. It's I like think. a selection of rooms of those hotels. So there's all over to get right So it's probably gonna be hard as hell to get right now. Wait, is baseball playing? Wait, probably Baseball's not playing in a bubble. No, they're going to each other's stadiums. Like I feel like you just stand out. You think people are standing out the gates? It's the back Because one, you know, look, when they have the uprising in 2015. Oh, no, yeah, it's too hot. Wait till it's under 800. People were feeling unsafe. Uh, yeah, it's a, dude, traveling and, uh So they played a game with no, one single game with no fans, and they were commentating it like it was golf. Because there's no fans, it's not allowed. Like, well, yeah. Oh, guys. Uh, well, the first thing first I, Davis up to bat. I haven't watched a WrestleMania in a long time, but like I had to watch the first like event that was live. Did, did Jerry the King Lawler die? Probably want to get in there. Good. I think he's dead. So the Mandela effect, oh, bro. No. Phil, Phil, Phyllis Regent. Where's the oil? Oh my God, you're you're supposed to be Regent. Uh, I said what? What? Regis what? Regis Philbin fucking died yesterday. He did die. That turned me out. Just now. My grandma used to watch. Regis and Kelly. I love that. Don't do it yet. No, it's four... Like 480. 480. It's a 450. No, so like, I used to watch them back then because I loved skipping school and watching uh, The Price is Right. Oh, yeah. No, I made big decisions on skipping school for that all the time. I was like, dude, I really just need to see the show. It's their fault for putting it on... It's such a good show. Well, anytime I'd be faking sick, you already know I was watching Maury Povich. Yep. So like, my biggest and that was bad. I'm talking like when it was still very much. I'm 13. I do what I want. Uh, I'm scared of pickles. Help me. Uh, we're talking about prime more. Obviously, like they literally. Does anybody remember the ones, the episodes where you had to guess whether the transgender person was a man or a woman? Yeah. Like what their parts were. Where's the holy cat? shit, bro? Do people know that? Is that why Maury left? Do people find that out? Like, bro, Maury. what about Jerry Springer being a judge now? Bro, I love it. I'm so grateful. I wish I could go. The only court, if I ever have to go to court for something, I'm going to Jerry's court. Is that a small claims court thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, bro. I'm about to take some. He saw how much money Judge Judy was making. He was like, fuck this bullshit. I have to deal with people bro. fake fighting. I want to get into the fake judge. But let's be fair, dude. Steve Wilkos. Jerry, Jerry. Fuck yeah, it is. Like, cause Steve was the best. Get out of my chair! He throws the joint. Cause it actually brought it kind of back to like old school. Those shows were made for a reason. That's why like when Austin Powers was in its heyday, when they used- No! You touched your daughter in an inappropriate place, you sick beep! You know what I love the most is cause like a lot of it's like, it's actor, like fake people doing it. So like the favorite thing is that people thought they were gonna make their acting career doing this. I was like, no, you just kind of did like the AIDS of your career right there. Like you came out like you were a real person. But the evolution of the world, they they stopped needing that. They got fucking people sending them letters by the thousands now trying to do their real life stories. Oh, well they had that too. The, but the, ni- the 90s was the heyday where it was it was definitely more set up stories. The problem was now like, it's fucking- yeah, the problem with real people is that you can't get them to react correctly. That's why like, I've written for reality TV shows and I, I won't say this to girls anymore because I've like broken hearts that shows weren't real. 
And I was like, Clearly. I'm sorry. So like, you think wrestling's stupid, but you're like, yeah, this show had to be real, what? At least wrestlers sacrifice the their same body. I think the president, their vote matters in a presidential election. I mean, depending on what city you're in and, and state, there's different circumstances. Um, I was a joke. But it is bullshit. Yeah, no, it's a joke. But it's also real. A lot of times. Well, that's <laughs> comedy, isn't it? That is the line that I like to tell, you know, like that is the line that you want to tell in comedy. Like the that perfect real but also like uh, and I'm sad well, for I'm really sad for these kids right now starting in comedy to think that this PC culture Q-tip. Oh. Oh. Just, yeah. You got a glom. No, good etiquette. Then dab. Yeah, good etiquette. Yeah, good dab etiquette. Sorry. Thank you. Expensive pieces we just need to make sure. That we don't flame it up. Yeah. We don't want a Chaz banger. No Chaz Although, it's kind of a more thing, you know? It's a the Chaz banger. But it's also, that's that's less of a Lord Bong table yeah. thing on the table. So That's true. Yeah. As we mentioned, but yo, this is a special I'm gonna let everyone know right now. Me and the gang are about to sess your headies and chaz your bangers. <laughs> We're coming over. Oh. Fuck yeah! What is it? Stretch Armstrong, bro. Stretch Armstrong. That's a great toy. I had a I had a Batman version of it, of course. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I had probably like three or four different Stretch Armstrongs and. Somehow they do get always, fucked up. Yo, I fucking abused my no. stretch arm. You're trying to go as far as you can. Oh uh, yeah, eventually yeah. you're gonna get that white powder and goo that, coming out. And that fall that you get from that. Oh yeah. Uh, Maybe a little. Yeah. You might get some head. What, what was yours? So, are we talking like action figure toys? I just, just in general like toy, because like. I would say in general toy. All right. So I had the fucking indoor Fisher Price basketball joint that went up to like five and a half feet. Oh, the red, white, and blue joint. But I yeah, but I had the fucking. So do you remember so in the nineties? Hold on, it's because it's a combo package, really quick. Hold okay, on. okay, I like this. So I like this, this isn't a toy. The comp like in the nineties, you could go to like Walmart and you could get the fucking. It was like oh, a it was toys. like it was like a ch- no 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 it was oh, like a chair God. thing that like folded out to be like a mattress. Like it fold, it was just it was just memory foam before there was memory foam, and it was just like a chair thing that folded out to be mad. It was like twenty bucks. I had one at the foot of my bed, right? So it was like a five, six year old would just that was like my trampoline slash landing pad, right? And right. So like the <laughs> fucking amount of like like watching like NBA shit, like like sneaking and watching cable in my parents' room, oh, those and, my, dunks. and I would run the hallway, like I would see like on the TV, and my my court was across the hall, so I could run. Bounce off the fucking chair thing, have it laid out as my landing pad, and fucking that was that was it. Like that was everything. You were at the halftime show, bro. At all times, like that was probably at some point in childhood my aspirations was to be the guy who could do the triple front flip, third like, and like Benny the Bull. You wanted to be Benny the Bull. Yeah, yeah. Going probably, for like five to seven, dreams. like five to seven. Like I was gonna be the fucking G man of the Wizards, like fucking doing the, the fucking front. awesome. Yeah. No, that shit was lit. That shit was lit. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, for me, uh, my favorite toy growing up uh, was 
probably. Actually, so back in the day, do you guys remember sports action when you could gamble <laughs> on football? Like NFL football? It was like early 90s, like mid. I don't. I can't. I just mid 90s. So I had a shitbag family. So like, you know, I was able to do things. That I but I had $20 and I was able to gamble on, on it and I bet $20 on the spread and I won and I won 250 bucks and I went to KB Toys which is the fucking best toy shop that ever existed on this planet and because uh, my brother was a big wrestling fan I just did whatever he did because he was 9 years older than me and I bought the Titantron, the ring, the cage like 15 to 20 different wrestlers and they all had these metal prongs on the bottom that like went to the Titantron that would play their like music and the ring like it was full fucking setup dude it was fucking fantastic and when you're a kid $250 especially in the early 90s was a lot of fucking money so that experience was like the best time but the Razor Scooter was my favorite toy that I got because I want summer when those things like, oh, <laughs> no, when they got popular because what happened was did you get the wheelie bar one you know, so I had two that I got so I had one that I used for indoor which was the nice razor one that had the wheelie bar because we had wood floors at the time and then I had this like shitty one that my actual mom got me because she was shit bag but anyway she got me this ghetto one that I used for outside and it was the best time of my life because I was like I'm the coolest because I grew up poor and having like a relevant thing in the time was so great. Hell yeah. And those were badass besides what it did to your fucking shins. Bro, I remember fucking, I like ordered out for the upgraded wheels so like I could like wouldn't fuck get fucked up on the rocks and like it wouldn't flatten yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got like, the, like the, the extendable wheelie bar so you wouldn't hit the brake and like I was like. Bro. I got the lit up wheels too for a little bit. You had to fucking. Did you ever have the Heelys? I did not. I was never a Healy's person. People think that the Northwest rains all the time. It's a sprinkle. When it rains out here in fucking it Maryland, rains. it you can't go from your car to your front door without being like you just came out of a swimming pool. It's bullshit. The humidity? No. When it rains, when it, rains it actually pours out here. <coughs> I love downpours if I'm inside, but if you get caught in it, it's like, like where in the Northwest, if you get caught in rain, you're just like, oh, my shoulders will be damp. I got caught in the downpours on my bike a couple of times down in D.C. Horrible, bro. East Coast is so, And then it stopped raining. Yeah, no, it goes quick. It downpoured for like 20 minutes. You just get like, yeah, you get 20 minutes and then you get like 5 inches of rain <coughs> in that 20 minutes. It's horrible. Didn't see shit. Have you ever watched Last Chance You? Yeah. Oh, yeah. New season comes out on Tuesday. Did you watch? Did, did you watch all it? four seasons, or did you only yeah. watch like the originals? I watched like uh, the first two. The three and four are garbage, and like that's why I asked you. So Kansas was such <laughs> bad seasons, like very, very less memorable fucking teams and players. The coach for fucking the Kansas team was like, it, it just wasn't EMCC, bro. Like, like when I watched Last Chance You, bro, I followed <coughs> EMCC, and I kind of still like. Like pre this this last season, because I just did it with COVID. I didn't know how it was all functioning and shit. Um, I've been like looking to see how they've been doing. They won championships after Netflix left. Anyways, I'm really excited to see this. It's a Cali team. 
Like the, the preview looked a lot more fire than the preview for Kansas did. Like I'm really hoping last chance to make fuck a Fuck Kansas. Because yeah, exactly. <laughs> he says that straight to Cam. Fuck yeah. Kansas. You know it's a terrible like, it's a terrible state. <coughs> it's a, it's a not, I don't like anything about it. It's worse than Delaware. I mean, do you think it's worse than Missouri? Yes. I will I will yes. straight up say that I have been in a lot of Kansas and a lot of Missouri. Okay, what about Florida? Florida, I've been in I a decent Florida. amount of Florida. I, I will say Florida. that there are parts of Florida that have highs and lows. Florida yeah. has its highs and lows. This it has a lot has, of lows. Kansas has all lows. Very but, but, deep lows. Listen, Kansas has a lot of <coughs> flat lows. Yeah, and no, nothing Kansas but flat is lows. So, Missouri is No, it's not, bro. Let me tell you this, bro. We fucking, I was getting so pallets, some Missouri right pallets of water, right? Because so we had this trailer on a truck that had no 4x4, four four, like a, uh, it was terrible. And there was two inches of ice on the ground in Kansas on I-70. Dude, you ever sat in traffic with no cars around at two in the morning? And then there was, to, to fucking boot, there was an 18-wheeler flipped over and we sat in literal traffic of like 20 cars for another fucking two hours. It's horrible. It does sound pretty awful. Bro, it's literally nothing but cornfields. Listen, if, if you come, if you're, if you're I've coming, all if, if you're coming, so if you're coming from Missouri, right, 70, and you get into Kansas, you literally have like an eight-hour ride to see a fucking Cadova. I love I love this. Cordova is an awesome range. I'm, I'm saying <coughs> like that. No, that's your peak. Like that's, is there a like, like that's we need to order like, food. That's a peak. Yeah, Cordova is the peak. We need to order food. That was some fucking good tacos. Oh, Absolutely I, delicious. I'm a different human being now. <clears throat> Man, well, are you uh, a different animal and the same beast? No, I'm a different animal. I'm like an anamorph. You know. I went from just a docile human being to a ferocious hawk, sloth. A ferocious sloth? Yeah, I'm gonna go very slow. Sounds like a combination of ferocious and voracious. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fall very aggressively into my bed. America's a Sioux happy place. Hell yeah. So once, a, once that happens, these breeds are a liability to so many people. Right. So it becomes really scary for them to want to take it. It's the same thing like you skateboarded, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, the last thing you ever think about is suing somebody. Right. But that's the first thing that when you get kicked off, like, we don't want you suing us. Like, let's sue you. Like, I'm just trying to kickflip this stair set. But they're also like, we don't know what your mom would do. It's like, and I, both sides are right. Like, it's. I mean, I had my jaw broken when I was 17. I intentionally, you know, at first I was like, civil suit, I can get some money. They're like, you gotta press criminal charges too. I was like, ah. Oh, it's a lot of work. So yeah. when they fucking brought the line up, I intentionally picked the wrong guy. They're like, oh, well, that's not the dude the witnesses said it was. I was like, oh, I don't know. I guess I was just drunk and I didn't see. I can't make a positive ID. Yeah, I mean. Actually, that kid's dad played for the Wizards. He was like a backup. I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, that's a. There's always all those backup people. There's also people that like make it on the team and then never play and then go like to the, you know, D leagues immediately and stuff too. So there's so many fun oh, yeah, fuck of yeah. athletes. I mean, anyone that makes it on that level 
at all. It would be crazy. Getting paid to play a sport. That's impressive. Right? It's impressive. Like, it's a lot of hard work regardless. Like, I was actually kind of bummed fucking with COVID that we didn't get fucking street league skateboarding this year and then the skateboarding in the Olympics. Olympics, I'm excited for that. It's going to be... It was going to be a really... Because, you know, street league was like... They're going to be the qualifying. Like they're yeah. going to use street league I mean, contests. Yeah. That's no. so crazy to think about that. Naja is already uh, number one. Uh, like he's already in uh, for sure. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Really he is the fa- he is the face of Olympic skateboarding. Yeah, I mean, he he's already qualified because of street league. But yeah, I mean, and it's going to be him. It's going to be Shane O'Neill. It's going to be what's up with Sheckler? What's he doing? He's uh, well. He's aged out. Yo, Sean White said he's trying to come back for Vert. But I was gonna say, but Vert's such a dead medium in skateboarding. Right? Yeah, it really is. So that's the fine thing when we come back to. There is still a lot of those guys that are great at Vert skating. So like, I would love to see a resurgence, especially with like this Tony Hawk game coming out. I think it's gonna be a good stepping stone. Yeah, skate half pipe in the hangar. Yeah, it would be great. Like, I would love to see a resurgence. I would love to see Bucky Lassick and Bob Burnquist and. So like I'd love to see these guys come back and do a crazy vert thing. George Saint Pierre, what was it? No, Pierre. Nah, no. Um, Pierre Luke Young. Pierre Luke Young. That's what I meant. Yeah, they. Uh, well, you know, the Dew cool. Tour was always at Ocean City. I used to really not give a fuck about anything other than like the Legends party, and it was like all the fucking old dudes like Grasso, Cab, you know, fucking Hasoy. Yeah, those are fun. For yeah, sure. and. It's great watching all dudes. Steve Cavallaro's neck is like permanently crippled. It's weird to watch him. It's weird to see him now. Yeah, yeah, but I saw him play with the faction uh, uh, at Warp Tour like 2004. That's the thing. He's, he's talented all over the place. But these young guys are so impressive. Like the way that they're these technical street moves that they do on these giant obstacles are yeah. insane. Like the Nine Club is so prominent now because people have uh, elevated so much but like they used to be a once in uh, maybe year or two thing like one guy sure. would get one yeah, nine one. like doing like a tail slide oh. switch to no slide yeah, switch. No, I, I love street league skating. oh it's amazing yeah. i mean but think about also back in the day like all the tampa pros like videos yeah well was, was, brian sumner used to be one of the best like contest skaters yeah, part contest skaters, but I mean that, that's a different thing. But that's what's crazy about like people like Najah Houston. Like he can just do everything, bro. His fucking Nike SB video, oh, fucking crazy, bro. Have you seen it? Mm. To the to oh. bro, it like it's as crazy. much as as much as we've had these Najah con- conversations before and your feelings and stuff, bro. It is skateboarding at its no, absolute fine. When he busts his head on the Hollywood steps oh, to the meek, it, it, it's like the Meek Mills uh, fucking intro track, and like it's just like him, like but like he he fucking falls down the steps, busts his head, and it's just like like slow playing, like and then it's like, are you ready? And bro, that shit is fucking it's insane. insane. Dude. He's insane. He's a special level of skateboarding, and it's where is that now? Like, yeah, he's kind of douchey, but what do you expect to? I don't think he's to? douchey. I just think no, that he's, like, no, he's just so good. It's I just think I think it's hard. It, he has the LeBron effect. That's of what I mean. Like, he's just, he does. He, and he's he has the LeBron effect. He's of been also been getting corporate skateboarding groomed 
since he's been a kid. But like, that's sure. like LeBron essentially as well. Like, yeah. that's a, it's a weird thing. I'm agreeing with your point. Your yeah. comparison. It's a weird thing when that happens to him. So like, it's and for him, especially with skateboarding with the style that he's doing, like no one can compare that to any other sport because that impact, any fall when you're not landing in motion on a skateboard, wrecks you. Like it hurts so much. So like him doing those giant things, he falls a lot, and that's fucks his body up. So like whenever he's not in these competitions, he actually just like has to go to a physical therapy and go to these cryotherapy things. He can't move really. It's like fourteen year old kids in Thailand that have been boxing since they were seven. Yeah. As a as a as a as a huge like Eric Costin fan. He's one of my favorites. A P Rod guy. Nigel just like he just like came and just took that that fucking style of street skating oh, and just went sure. to the fucking moon. I mean, it? look, P-Rod is to fucking Carson, you know, as like what Nigel is to P-Rod. Right, well, it's just the evolution. That's why that's I, his, well, that's the, the I, Jamie Thomas to Chris Cole. I disagree in this sense of like the thing that I didn't expect about Nigel, because Nigel has been relevant since he was fucking seven. Like, yeah. So like, well, he's he been video, around he was in video since games. He's been around since both of those people were doing their thing. So like, what I would think that I didn't expect from him was to the evolution. He was so technical. I just didn't expect him to change it to like these giant gap versions of it, where he's like, I can just do this nollie tray over this gap into a fucking blunt slide for some reason and pop out very clean. Yeah. Like his. It's the same way I felt like whenever I saw Eric Costin land dirty, I was like, Ew, he lands dirty ever? That's yeah. weird. It's mad weird. And, but like, he does that in contests. Like, we saw that in videos with Costin. Yeah. In contests, he just, every time was perfect. Yeah. It's, oh, like, yeah. it's like watching fucking figure it's, skating. It's watching Tony Hawk's insane. pro skater in real life. That's what it is. Like, yeah. It's like a fucking button mashing on skate and fucking just flicking yeah, it yeah. however. And then Down, it, up, around, loop. And then it just landed. Right trigger. And it was like, okay. Like, Shane O'Neill just does like butter switch 540 flips down giant stair cassettes. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. It's so hard to do. It doesn't even make sense to me to be able to do that. Bro, Nike have a great team right now. Oh, they're, t- was it, they're only real. They're like the team now. Like, like there's other, like, like who else is on Nike? It's Austin, um, everybody, Nigel. Um, what's the fucking young Asian kid? Everybody, Yakamira, um, Yaku. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but like every female skateboarder is also um, on there. All the people you don't hear about that are also pros are also Shane, on Nike. Shane O'Neill's on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They also like they're the ones that have shoes. Right. But like no, like everyone else is also on Nike's team. And if they get better, Nike already has them, and they'll bump them up, give them a shoe. They, there's no other shoe that's relevant right now. Back in the day, it was so cool to, to, to get skate shoes, because like, every pro skater was on a different cool skate brand at that time. And that's not a thing. Lakai's had a dope team. S, America had dope teams. The, the best team right now probably is like Etnies. And then, <laughs> right now, there's no That's so crazy to say. I know it is crazy to say, but like no one else has a team either. Cause I just think of like high school and like those those eddies that like girls. Oh, they were like they were like the poser shoe. Yeah, absolutely. They were just like the comfortable like little, like, like white and fat. lavender with like a light 
Easter pastel pink. It would be like what like the chubby friend would wear. It would be like the comfortable skate. Like if you like had a skate friend there, it would, like, it would, it would be the shoe. Like it was... Yeah. It, like it, mom, I need to be fit in with the cool kids on skate. Back in the day, that's kind of what I felt. Like, like even though DC had a good team, DC was kind of like a poser shoe as it well. It was definitely Like everyone that had DCs was wearing them because the it was like... The only person I, I knew that like wore DCs that was allowed to wear them was Derek Kurtz. Fucking rest in peace to that kid, but he fucking he wore mantecas like only wore mantecas and that was it. That's your thing. See, that's the thing. Like, I love anyone that has an honest style that's different or their own thing. Oh, he you can always tell when it's go crazy. Well, I mean, he was talking about the life is a simulation or the Matrix type shit. Like way back in '05, bro. Well, oh, I mean, five. Matrix came out like '99, so. Yeah, but you're talking about it at that point when he's talking about he's 17. Oh, yeah. Like, you're talking about fucking... He was on a path to bad things. Yeah. It's sad, those signs, like, it's hard. It's impossible to tell when you're that young, but it, it's a very common... Like, it's the same signs for so many people in those age groups. Oh, yeah. Because so, you have so much going on at that age. Like, if you get in that mindset, it's very easy to... Follow through. Impressionable youth is a slippery slope. Yeah, I mean, it's rough. I mean, like I mean, that's like, you know, I mean, you think about the way you speak to your kids, the way you talk to them, and like what you tell them, that kind of shit fucking lasts. That's where they well, get their beliefs from. I don't, I don't know why a lot of parents forget how much you remember it, because I was like, I remember everything since I was four. Like, I, Tony, but speaking of skateboarding, like, Tony Hawk skateboarding made us know about this stuff and that was impressionable youth like we were what five and like or six and seven i was, it was 99, 99, 99 I, think. I think i think the first one i thought was 97 maybe I thought it was 99. but yeah, regardless like that we were at an age that was very impressionable and we all everybody became skateboarding somewhat it was like we were like fuck with pokemon cards with Me and the dude that spit on Luke Swan, we were out skateboarding around on our Nash skateboards that we had gotten from like Sports Authority or some shit. The Nash. <laughs> the Nash skateboard. I didn't even know that. It was thing. terrible. That's if we were out skateboarding at, at T Grove when he fucking spit on Luke Swan. How about a how about a birdhouse <laughs> skateboard first? Uh, yeah, my first real skateboard was uh, was actually. The, uh, it was a shorties. It was the Stone Cold Steve Olsen in the Nasty Wrestling Masters. Once you just said that, it reminded me actually my first skateboard was a blind skateboard. It was a blind. My company. second was a blind. Because he, he had the Josh coins. Casper. He had the coins. And it was just like a. It was not a pro, pro skater deck. Yeah, deck. It, was, it was just a, one of their normal ones. But it just like. It had the blind guy with coins. Yeah. And I got a complete, and I was so excited. Fuck yeah. And because of Tony Hawk, like a lot of people, I thought I was going to be fucking killing it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my god, riding is hard. And then like trying to ollie for all, especially with little legs. I had the black and white zero with the skull oh. after the O. The Jamie Thomas, like, like you know, fuck it. bland. Classic. With some good Spitfire joints. Oh, you had to have like, Spitfire back then, for sure. Oh, Independent yeah. Spitfire. Yeah. Shitty Spitfire tattoo. Hey, you gotta have one of those yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Did you even skateboard in the 90s if you don't have a Spitfire tattoo? Uh, I'll, I'll give you one that I always went for. 
the hate kill destroy bearings. No, uh, yeah, for like KDs. Oh, no, the HKDs okay, were so my bearings I had to have. Back after day, those, I liked the Black Panthers. Black Panthers were fire. Well, I was always a Reds guy, but the HK, HKD bearings actually made me get these wheels that were the HK day, like HK day. Oh my god, I can't say it. The day, the day, the day, the day. Uh, wheels, and they were the flip ones, and they were like red, but they were like see-through red, mm -hmm. and they had like the crosses on the inside of the wheels. The Richters. They were the HP. Richter was the wheel company uh, that was owned by. Uh, that, yeah, Flip. They all rode like the fucking. So they, they must have made a special one that was. They like, had the core with the weird fucking shit. They either did the square. It was like. Well, a, no. So like it was inside of the actual wheel. Yeah. So yeah. Like, like, yeah. like 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 so like. Yeah, in the core. That's what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. in the wheel. Fuck yeah, Richter. Richter. Well, yeah, well, these ones were flipped though. So yeah. it was like a long time ago. They lasted for so long. Even though I was doing like a lot of like the you know reverts uh, coming off tail stalls. It, Fucking love it, reverts. It feel good. It feel good. It makes me want to skate. Skateboarding yeah. feels good when you guys want to fucking skate sometime. I have yeah. one. I would. I have. I gotta get my board. board back. I'll bring you your yeah. board and I'll bring my board. Yeah, along I actually, with I should probably get a new deck. Last time I rode that thing, I was feeling a little off. I need a new deck. I'm gonna go see my man Gary at View, and uh, you know, I'm not getting a View shop deck because that's weird. But I'll get something that I like. Yeah, well, I have, I have they have, they do have some fucking fire ass Baltimore decks though. Yeah, like they have uh, some really fire. I want to ride something that I. I, like, I actually that I have know, a like, view Baltimore deck from like two. That's what I'm. I have set yeah. up. No, it's not I'm not like hating on it. I just I like what I like. No, so, I usually only ride chocolate or girl. So. I, those are not. That's not in my what I like. I, I, have, a, I have a girl complete right now at the house. Yeah, I mean, I always love like girl videos. Mouse, excellent fucking video. Uh, yeah, right is my fucking yeah, well, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I feel like you have to say that whenever I'm bringing yeah, right up. Yeah, it's obvious. But um, they just never really. I didn't like their board shape. No, everyone has their different style, so it's always fun. Like, like uh, crooked or antihero or crookeds are good creature. Too. Santa Cruz. My my thing that I've noticed by watching these crazy street like, skateboarding people is like I just always was over trying this pop because they make they pop so high with like they're like ha they're like barely over the bolts and they're just like still like popping fucking eight feet high. Yeah. So I, I feel like I was like actually like hurting myself by like being too high on the nose because then you're like making it go squirrely a bit, especially when you're adding flip tricks. In. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's so crazy, like, I learned trade flips by Ryan Smith's part in the DC video, just like watching it. I was like, oh, that's how you do it. I saw a scoop with the foot. Yeah. Trade flip that's is... The, that's the key. It's all in the scoop. It's scoop. It, well, it's scooping and commitment. out. And it's, it's the out. Like, it's the same thing with every trick. It's the commitment, though, of like, not being scared that it's going to go away. You have to just like... I mean, I don't know about you, but I've trade flipped many times where you land on that joint and it shoots the fuck out. Well, that's because you keep your body out of this thing. That's another way of like not committing to a certain thing. You have to... Like, straight. Like if you... Oh, I mean, I've landed on that joint dead bolts, but just some shit happened. No, your body is a little yeah. bit somewhere. Yeah. Variable kickflips are the worst for me in that. As well, and once you learn a tray flip, like there's no point in doing a variable kickflip. Except for the fact that like not done, so like you I just want to pull get it out better and skate. You know, yeah, yeah. it's good. It's a good one. People don't do them. They're awkward. They fuck. Nobody likes the way it feels. It, everyone, nobody nobody likes, likes the way it feels. I mean, you learn it because you're like, it's not a regular kickflip, you know, and you can't quite 
get the tray flip, so you're like, I can do a Vero kickflip. I slid, learning Vero flip, I, <laughs> I slid out on that bitch like every time. It's kind of like a double kickflip. You look double stupid. I'm very good with those for sure. Because <laughs> escape, fucking escape. I, I, I can also yeah, if you can't, if you don't have the double kickflip in your arsenal for when somebody pulls it out, I mean you're. You're done. You played enough games of skate when you're just like, no pretzels, no fucking, bu- no Casper <laughs> bullshit. Like, it's like, the pretzel, everyone's like, oh, I can do every trick in a pretzel. Or like, yeah. you land, like, kick the pretzel. Oh, oh yeah, you can't do something that you are pretending you're Rodney Mullen. You're no. Or fucking Mark Gonzalez, you know? <laughs> I mean, no grab, no Mike B flipping the board, grabbing it, switch, and jump back on it, you know? A switch Casper or hospital flip, or whatever you want to call it, is something I always had for a bag of tricks. It's like, it is airborne, it's like the half flip, flip over. Hell yeah. But, it's still, I always felt cheesy about doing it. Like, I don't like those tricks. Like, I like to be, like, real. Like, I want yeah, to but that joint, that's a, a, a trick made for playing skate. If you're it is. serious, you, so, know, you need to know how to do it. It's the same with, like, I think, I think we need to fucking put out, if we do, a let's talk about it skate sesh and fucking see if we've got some challengers in the world maybe or like we can like go up to Hamden those joints are fucking empty a dope ass I mean Hamden's probably not because it's no insane, that park but, is full man. but um I mean I know they're not doing like the um skate camp and but shit. that school right there has a uh, no I mean honestly we could just go to the, the basketball yeah, yeah like we, we say we can just go to the basketball it's court. perfect it's flat Dude, everybody can meet here we'll we're not gonna be doing time. fucking crazy shit off of ramps right now and the playground's yeah. just fine yeah <laughs> skate sash you went you know you can win some a prize of some sort I think we're all game of skates fun man people will join that fun yeah you gotta get liability waivers if you're hosting it though won't be hosted here. Um, okay. They get hurt on school property. They can sue the fucking city, not me. What the fuck? Yeah, we're just there to do a podcast about yeah. that that we heard about. We're just trying to play some skate. That we heard about on our own podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, look, before we dive too deep into the rabbit hole, our, yeah. our lighting situation yeah, was getting did. a little yeah, sketchy. We, we started in the day, we ended in the night. This is well, it's been a journey. It. It's been a good journey. Sometimes you got to get take a taco break. Yeah, for sure. It was an important taco, bro. But, bro, I feel bad, mad Joe Rogan you though with this nice three and a half hour episode. Oh yeah, but you know, it's it's great. It was great content. You know, it's good. Who doesn't love a good sonar conversation? I mean honestly we have these amazing pieces that led which are also on sale. And I'm gonna tell you this podcast got three times longer because of the high. I mean there is definitely going to be a scene where I'm trying to talk and dying and then have to just eventually leave. Because I tried to hero out on that fucking thing. Not paying it because I hit it too many times. I saw you just die. I had no clue how much I even put in there. I was like, oh yeah, there's some shit in there. That was yeah. insane. But that's what I, you know, for a bong to get me like that, I love it. They will also be clean. I wish I had Before only $2,500 for yeah. that right now. For the low, low price of six easy payments of whatever that math equals out to. In, in one cash, payment. In one payment. In one payment. On the Six payments of the amount that it does divide down. Relinquished. Paid in one time, cash up front. But in your mind, make it for like six payments, so it feels good. We will provide six rubber bands if it makes you feel better. Yeah. Broccoli style, the good ones. 
So look, thank you for checking us out. Thank you to know for hanging out. Thank you guys. Uh, good you time. Know, thank you to Higher Standards Media for setting yeah. us the fuck higher up. Standards. For giving us a higher standard. Let's fucking go. It's been. Yeah. I mean, look, you already know we're fucking probably on the WeTube or YouTube, so like and smash that subscribe button. Fucking subscribe, smash the like, fucking tell a friend to tell a friend. Yeah, to tell, tell your grandma. Bro, yeah, man. I mean, we, we definitely need a new um, weed-smoking grandmother figure in the, yeah, in the culture. Yeah, so. as long as she's not racist. As long as she is We're fucking, not fucking, we don't need another dabbing clammy. No, we absolutely, That's yeah, we need fucking... Plus, you could be the person that knows something about it, because everybody needs to know someone that knows something about it. And For you sure. could be that one. Know somebody absolutely. that knows somebody that knows Know somebody. somebody. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I don't have anything else after, after that one. <laughs> so we talked about it for a while, and we're fucking about to sign off. Catch us Wednesday on the Hump Day Hash Out. Hump Day Hash Out. Next you already week. know. Got some good fucking people coming on. Fuck yeah. Next week. Same Super time, same place. Fucking let's go.